Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and sometimes, accidentally, in spite of myself, something funny or interesting happens. This is Previously Live. Ladies and gentlemen, we are thrilled to have you here for this epic debate, as we have a very special one today. You could say the Super Bowl of Modern Day Debate. And by the way, Modern Day Debate is a nonpartisan channel as we attempt to host debates on science, religion, and politics in the fairest way possible. So hold us accountable, folks. And with that, very excited to let you know we have a special one today as we welcome all four of our guests. I want to say thanks, Eric Stryker and Alsup, regular buddies. Thanks so much for being here, gentlemen. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And Vosh and Destiny, setting things aside and partnering for this unique event. Thank you both, Vosh and Destiny, for being here today. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Just buddies. Happy to have you. Happy to be here. Absolutely. And with that, want to let you know, folks, I have linked all four of the speakers in the description. So if you'd like to hear more, you can hear more. And also want to let you know, for today, it's a fairly flexible format. So we're going to have roughly 12 minutes split by each team. And after that, we'll have open conversation for 60 minutes, followed by about 30 minutes of Q&A. Because we do want to let these guys get to sleep by a decent time. I am sorry to say that because we probably will have a lot of Super Chats tonight, Super chat at your own risk. I'm sorry to say that, but we probably almost certainly won't get to all of them. And some of them, we, we you could say we're going to be kind of picky with looking for the best questions we can. And just to give you that heads up up front. So with that, want to let you know, we're very excited as Eric and also, or I should say Eric and James will be kicking it off first. And they're going to have, as I mentioned, that split opening. And then we're going to have open conversation closings and Q&A. If you have a question, fire it into the old live chat. And if you tag me with at Modern Day Debate, it makes it easier for me to see it. And Super Chats will push your question to the top of the list for the Q&A. With that, thank you so much. The floor is all yours, Eric and James. Yeah, well, thanks for uh, that great introduction. And thanks for having us again. Uh, race Two is... Seconds. So sorry. <laughs> this is my mistake. I do. This is really special. Forgive me for doing this. I forgot to mention, we have a very special video. Someone wanted to wish the debaters luck. And so I do want to show this. My mistake. I jumped the gun there. I'm very excited for this one. But I do have to show this because it's a, a face you may recognize. So let me just show this clip for all of our speakers. Thank you. And uh, another welcome from a special guest. With that, I want to say thanks so much, Hunter, for that wish of good luck for Thank all you, four of the speakers. And with that, we will kick it over, as said, to Eric and James. Thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, good. always good to see from Hunter Avalon. Uh, our, our, I think I can speak for all four of us when I say definitely our favorite favorite YouTuber. Um, but yeah, race is is probably the most pertinent discussion we could be having right now. One of the most pertinent discussions with cities on fire white monuments being toppled, white people being attacked in the streets for defending said monuments and being criminally charged for defending themselves. Um, but what's been made clear in America over the past few weeks, especially, this is something that's been playing out since the country's founding, of course, but what's been made uh, especially clear as of late is that diversity is not working. Diversity is a failed experiment. A racial egalitarianism is a failed experiment. And it's not working for, for whites who are being disenfranchised, 
were being subjected to physical violence, over-policed, pushed out of positions of power, uh, whiteness being effectively criminalized in many ways, uh, the, white, the, the right of whites to self-defense effectively being criminalized in many ways. But it's not working for blacks either. And to say that, that it's working 100% for one group or the other, uh, that is, it's not true. I mean, there are some legitimate grievances, and we can, we can quibble with uh, the particulars of these, but uh, blacks that feel that they, uh, they, they rightly feel that the system, despite everything it's giving them in terms of uh, advancement, affirmative action programs, so on and so forth, it, it isn't for them. It feels alien. They don't like being governed uh, under a system that they correctly identify as being of European origin. So nobody's really getting what they want from this. The only interest being served from diversity uh, is from, from forcing these incompatible, largely incompatible groups together. The only interest being served is that of global capital, that of the elites. Uh, this is making, making class solidarity impossible. Uh, diversity is being used effectively as a wrecking ball to destroy the last vestiges of normal, healthy American society. That is part of the case we're going to make today. We are going to, of course, talk about crime and uh, race and crime, the, the causes of crime and, and all of the above. But that is, I think, the general meta point that people need to take home is that diversity is not working for blacks. It is not working for whites. The only interest being served is that of global capital. And with that, I'll hand it over to Eric Stryker. Okay, great to be here, everyone. Uh, let me start off by expressing disappointment in the fact that instead of having a conversation about race with two blacks, we're having a conversation about it with two white men who have appointed themselves spokesmen of the black race. What does the average black man on the street even think of two gay white liberals deciding the fate of their communities for them? According to Vosh, we wanted to debate blacks because black people are dumb and it would be an easy win for us. But I've had incredibly fruitful conversations with various members of the black community from Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney to members of the Nation of Islam, the black hoteps. What was remarkable about all these conversations is that I saw almost eye to eye with them on everything. One important view I share with black leaders from Muhammad Ali to Malcolm X to Louis Farrakhan, even Van Jones, is the hatred of you disingenuous white liberal scum. As Van Jones said, the white liberal is a bigger enemy to the black race than any Klansman. Muhammad Ali mocked a British TV announcer as a self-hating weirdo in an interview because he said he wanted the races to mix. Malcolm X accurately stated that Jews and liberals are cynics who pretend to be friends of the Negro in order to use them to increase their own power. I can find videos of Malcolm X praising George Lincoln Rockwell. Can you name any black who has ever said anything good about a white liberal? Sure, they'll fleece them for money, but blacks love the treason and hate the white traitor. Good for them. The only systematic racism in America is against white people. In today's America, between one in five and one in four blacks, a significant overrepresentation works for the public sector, a place that provides reliable middle class jobs with health care, paid vacations, and other benefits. Public sector, uh, public sector workers are unionized at a rate of 35% compared to private sector unions, which are 6%. The typical public sector worker gets 22% higher wages than their private sector equivalents. On the other hand, white people are 77% of minimum wage employees, another massive overrepresentation. 
These are the shitty jobs with no health care, no labor rights, and always dead ends. White overrepresentation among the working people is by design. A study released last year in the Journal of Experimental Psychology by Aaron Cooley found that when people are given white privilege training, they're far less, far less likely to empathize with the white working poor, while their sympathies increase for blacks. Is it any wonder why fake socialists who promote shit white privilege bullshit like Vosh <laughs> love to make fun of rednecks and hicks for their low status? Is it any wonder why all the bankers and capitalists are promoting white privilege bullshit? This is an ideology for oppressing white workers. It's no surprise that once again, capitalist Goldman Sachs simp Destiny and communist Vosh are fighting on the same side against the white working people and the West. James and I will proudly take a stand for our folk and for the pride of European civilization. As for the police, I got no love for the blue. I remember Daniel Shaver being executed as he pled for his life. No fucking congressional hearings there. I remember the murdering pig is walking the streets drawing a taxpayer-funded pension. I remember Jeremy Martis, a six-year-old boy shot to death by two fucking black pigs. He's now, one of them is now free. It later came out that one of the black men that shot this little boy targeted his father for assassination because he wanted to fuck his wife. So give me a goddamn break about this systematic racist bullshit. The entire system is anti-white. That's my piece. Okay. Um, Destiny, do you mind if I uh, go first? Yeah, knock yourself out. Yeah. All right, well, that was a fantastic piece of performance art. I would like to remind the two people I am debating that the subject we are debating is, in fact, racism in the criminal justice system. The statement we were asked to provide was this. All else equal, African-American uh, people are treated worse by the criminal justice system for no discernible reasons, not directly, or at least indirectly, influenced by racism or race-based policies. And I had wondered, coming into this with the totality of evidence on our side, what approach you would take towards rebutting those arguments. And it is clear to me now that theater as I had anticipated, is indeed the approach you will be taking because you did not say shit about the actual subject of discussion. Instead, it was the same vague, performative, conspiratorial nonsense you could read off any poll post. So let me actually bring some data into this conversation. The evidence in favor of the idea that black people are discriminated against in the criminal justice system is overwhelming. It is uniformly uh, reified not only by private um, uh, academics, but also by government institutions, from the FBI to the uh, Bureau of Justice Statistics, um, that in every level of our criminal justice system, black people are treated disproportionately poorly. And to that, the common response is this. Well... Black people may get shafted in this way and that way. However, they do more crime. <laughs> so, in all actuality, they're being treated fairly. No. These studies account for every conceivable socioeconomic confound that is typically used as a means of obfuscating the truth of the matter. We have evidence that black people are, with all other factors apart from race, meaningfully accounted for, infinitely, 
more likely to be stopped by uh, stop and frisk procedures, more likely to be stopped by police while driving, more likely to be hit with harsher sentences, particularly with regards to mandatory minimums, more likely to be sentenced to the death penalty. Uh, I mean, I could read out all of the studies I'm looking at right now, but I imagine we'll have time to go through them one by one. That is the subject I am interested in discussing, not some vague conspiratorial bullshit over whether or not people taking down statues of Confederates means this country is anti-white. And uh, to you, Destiny. Um, yeah, wow, I didn't know we were doing theater intros to this, but um, I would like to point out that I think it's very funny that on one end we have Alsup, who is saying diversity is not working for the country that is literally the head of the world right now, both economically and militarily, um, and then another guy who has deluded himself into thinking he's European, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, narrowing the focus of this conversation onto the criminal justice system and focusing how blacks are disproportionately impacted by said criminal justice system is the reason why me and Vosh are here today. Uh, I hope that we don't spend the majority of this debate pandering to these random stupid talking points about how blacks are different in some other area that's completely, totally unrelated to this discussion. You got it. And with that, we will go into the open discussion. So thank you, gentlemen, for being here. And I'll be just to let you know up front, I'll probably be more active just because I expect this might be a little bit, a little bit wild. But the floor is all yours. I'm feeling sure. Calm. Well, I, I'd like to, I'd like to begin by addressing uh, this idea that there is a multitude of studies showing that blacks are, um, as Vouch put it, infinitely more likely to be stopped and frisked. Which, uh, of course, begs the question: Well, why would that be? Is this just the the predilections of racist police officers that are stopping and frisking blacks for for no reason other than? evil white racism, or is, is there a, a factual basis uh, for why uh, some groups may be more likely to commit crimes, thus more, more appropriate targets for a stop and frisk policy, uh, for example? Let me um, add something to that, too. Under Mayor Bloomberg, whites were twice as likely to be stopped and frisked as uh, proportional to the violent crime they commit. Blacks are wildly overrepresented in all crimes in New York City, and yet whites were twice as likely under Bloomberg. Bloomberg laughed about this on the radio, by the way. And that right. was specifically and so, done to create an equalist outcome. Right. And so you, it's one thing to say to compare the, the percentage of the population to the percentage of those that are stopped and frisked. But you can look at actually those that are arrested and, and convicted of murder and, uh, and the rate of stop and frisk for, for people such as that, um, or, or for blacks in that case, um, the rate of blacks arrested for murder versus the rate at which they are stopped and frisked. And it is disproportionately against whites. Whites are disproportionately stopped uh, relative to the percent of violent crimes they commit. Um, I'd like to begin, if we're going to talk about studies, we can talk about a study from Just Washington State sure University. We don't have too many points. Yeah, can we do these one at a time? I'd like yeah, to, let's... because I know that the goal is to like put out as much stupid shit as possible. Um, the first thing that you brought up, the idea that like, um, so a common tactic is to say like weasel words, like, well, blacks commit way more crime than whites. And then, you know, you know, whites don't commit as much crime as like, instead of actually like looking at the actual figures. So for instance, if we were to say that like, there is a good reason for black people to be pulled over more than white people, then you'd expect to see that those pullovers are actually like accomplishing the goal of like finding more crime. Um, this just doesn't seem to be the case though. Um, so for instance, um, an analysis of four and a half million Million traffic stops in North Carolina um, shows that black and Latino drivers are more likely to be searched than whites, okay, given the population. However, despite that, there are still more profitable searches turning up white motorists having contraband. Um, and then this study has been repeated in Nashville as well, where even if you look at the amount of stops, even if you look at the fact that, well, they commit more crime, whatever the fuck that means, when you actually analyze, like, well, how likely are they to turn up contraband or to catch somebody for a crime, they actually aren't being able to justify these stops with these numbers. It's one of the reasons why stop and frisk has been phased out so largely in New York. It's just not good policing. Even if we throw all the social justice whatever aside and all the feel-good or whatever, if we just look at the raw data, stop and frisk is just not a good way to catch crime. Um, and then this, this idea that you can say, 
say, well, maybe there's a reason. Maybe it's because they think they're more likely to commit blah, blah, blah. What you're doing is you're justifying racism. You're basically saying, well, maybe I, I got it's the 2019 black- studies here for uh, the, uh, the crime rate. Uh, okay, we're not talking about murders, a nothing to do with what we're talking about. 93% of all murders in New York City were committed by blacks. You're getting excited, Stryker, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. 96% of rapes were committed by blacks and people call us. Forgive me for doing this. I hate doing this so early. I've got y'all on mute. Forgive me for doing this so early. But just to, we come back to you, I promise, Stryker, but just because there were a lot of points that I know Destiny wants to get a chance to address as many as possible. Promise we'll come back to you, but want to kick it back to Destiny. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I'm, he'll use his European data to catch back up, I'm sure, um, or his U- European DNA. So the, the thing that I'm trying to focus on is that the idea that even if black people do commit more crime, that doesn't justify the increased number of stops. Um, you know, We can hide behind this idea that black people commit more crime all day. Neither me nor Vosh are going to dispute that. That's obviously true, but that's not a slam dunk. The, the point is whether or not the total amount of like extra stops that black people receive compared to white people can be justified based on the extra amount of crime they do, and that's just not borne out anywhere. Um, you know, Again, we can always you know talk about the high com- crime that blacks commit or whatever, but it just doesn't explain the massive disproportionate amount of stops that black people receive compared to white people, and they don't have the numbers to justify it. Yeah, uh, I, I'd like to add to that. It's very often the prerogative of these types to just, no matter what evidence you present to them, they lean back in their chair, put their finger to their chin, and say, well, 1350. We understand that there is a disproportionate rate of criminality um, between the races here in this country. What we are arguing is that the uh, judicial response, the criminal justice system's response to this um, imbalance is disproportionate to the extent of constituting racial bias. If it, the bias is not explained by the crime statistics, then those biases are unjustified and therefore, by definition, racial biases of the system, hence systemic racial bias. We can All kick right, so- in. I know that I think, Eric, you had a point you wanted to get to. Yeah. Well, if 96% of shootings in New York City are committed by blacks and, and Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, uh, it actually makes absolute sense to check more of those people for guns. I mean, it's, it's just common sense. Furthermore, you don't interact at all with the fact that whites, who, again, are marginal in the terms of representation in crime in New York City, are twice as likely, because uh, in comparison to their crime rate, two times as likely, Bloomberg said this, he admitted this when he was mayor, uh, to be stop and frisked just so that they can even out the numbers. So if there's any institutional racism there, it's against whites. Yeah, and you could even argue that the problem with stop and frisk was that it wasn't stopping enough uh, black people and, and enough, and enough uh, Hispanics and Dominicans, et cetera. Because if you're looking to catch people with illegal guns in New York City and you have 96% of shootings being committed by, by blacks and, and Dominicans and others, then it, it bears to reason then that a, an appropriate response from the criminal justice system would be to, to uh, 96% of people selected for random stops would be those that are doing the shooting. But moreover, we can, we can understand why blacks might feel uncomfortable with that. Why, you know, these are uncomfortable realities for African-Americans to experience that they are more likely to uh, perhaps encounter, have police encounters because they're committing more crime. Uh, they're more likely to be sentenced more harshly because they're more likely to have prior convictions, right? So all of these go. things lead to them feeling uncomfortable. That said, these this is a system, a, a criminal justice system that was created by people of European descent, by white Americans to police white Americans. I and just so found their you- North Carolina study, just real quick. I found their North Carolina study, and it's, it did say that the contraband difference was 32% on whites, 29% for blacks. What that study didn't include, of course, typical dishonesty, is that the blacks had warrants 
and the searches there are mandatory. Right, so and, that's, and that's the other thing is when you talk about when you talk about these studies, if you if you know wait, about how these work, what will happen is a lot of points. So just well, to, to can, I, can I just a, heads up. address the the the, the stops? Just one piece of uh, fact about that, and it's not a new point. But when a police officer engages in a stop, they will run the license plate, and what happens then is is dispatch will will tell them who the driver is, who the registered owner is, and uh, whether or not they have warrants. In many cases, the, this then necessitates. Uh, an arrest if there's an outstanding warrant and we know that uh, what is the number like one in one in five black men will spend time in prison in this country uh, blacks have uh, tend to have more warrants than whites do so thus oh. you would expect to see a higher rate of stop and a higher rate of search uh, maybe not as maybe not as much contraband but even then three percent difference we're within the margin of error so let's kick it back over let's kick it back over just because there's a lot of points just uh, yeah, for a lot and very few of them are relevant so first of all, I, take a, I took a look at the 2019 New York City uh, shootings by race statistics that you just cited, and it seems like from what I'm looking at, the arrest rates correspond proportionally almost exactly to the, um, the, the rate of uh, victim and suspect, meaning that at least in the case of shootings in this city during this year, there seems to be a relatively proportional rate of arrest to crimes committed. I don't know how exactly this is evidence of some sort of anti-white bias. In fact, I don't know how this is relevant at all to what we were talking about. Um, but yeah, additionally, with regards to the pullover uh, study that you just looked at, you accused um, us of dishonesty for not mentioning the fact that warrants were a part. Of course, warrants are a part of decision making with regards to searching vehicles that are pulled over. But the fact that there are more warrants proportionally on black people is in support of our argument because less black people proportionally had contraband in their cars meaning that um the uh, even with the distortion that you allege by the way i don't know if you're aware of the extent to which that actually influenced the available data um there was still a disproportionate rate of um searches to contraband found uh, right. destiny was there anything in particular you wanted to jump to yeah i guess one of the really disappointing things about these conversations and i already see where it's going to go is that typically if you don't have an, uh, an actual like data set to back up your argument we start like reaching to random data so for instance if the, for the specific question of and, and it's funny because you're even centering on new york city like this is your slam dunk argument so what i would expect to see from you guys if stop and frisk was effective is some sort of data showing that oh well once police implemented stop and frisk either number of violent homicides by, by uh, firearm decreased or once they implemented stop and frisk um they were able to procure far more firearms than were before um, there's a reason why you guys don't have that data. It's because you know this is a bullshit argument. You know, you can vaguely mention the crime rates of black people in New York City, um, but that's not really supporting any argument whatsoever. Um, if you want to defend stop and frisk, I mean, I would be, I would love to see some data that points to stop and frisk being a, a good program. You know, initially I was more sympathetic towards it because yeah, black people commit more crime. Maybe it makes more step to step, uh, sense to pull them over in some areas. But one of the big reasons why stop and frisk just kind of fell out of favor is because it just didn't work that well. It, it just didn't really turn up that many more firearms in New York City. Right, well, one I point, can, one one okay. very important point I need to make about the about the warrants and and people being pulled over is um, when someone is pulled over and they have a warrant, this will necessitate an arrest. In almost every case, this will necessitate an arrest, which then necessitates a search. So let's say we have two examples, right? We have a, a black person being pulled over who has a warrant and a white person being pulled over whose car smells of marijuana. Now, the white person who's being pulled over whose car smells of marijuana. This will, this will be a reason for a search. A police officer will search their vehicle, and then contraband will turn up. Now, every black person with a warrant is not driving around with contraband. So the idea that they're being arrested for the contraband, this is a, this is a misrepresentation of the data. Now, again, it actually is shocking that 29% of, of searches of uh, black drivers turned up contraband because many of these were not predicated. The probable cause for the search was not 
identifiable, identifiable smell of drugs or uh, visible drug paraphernalia. These are all probable causes. Uh, these were these were warrants. Do you have any so, data? Wait, do you have any data on how many of those searches were initiated by warrants? Do wait, you? Let, let, let wait, me, no, I don't. But too. I'm not making the claim. No, but we we do have the data available that there are more outstanding warrants, or there's a disproportionate amount of outstanding warrants right. for African Americans. I mean, I'm game. sorry. Regarding you this data court. set, did you just imagine a correlative factor that you imagine disproves the data, or do you <laughs> actually have any all. evidence? Are you are you really going to say let, that in let, North let Carolina actually, there's not a disproportionate amount? Let, of let me let me check Destiny over, over here because Destiny just straight up lied, oh. lied about stop and frisk. Like this is what he yeah, does. What did I straight up lie about? Confidently lies. So we got the data here from New York City. The homicide rate before mm -hmm. stop and frisk, homicide rate was 31 per 100,000 in 1991 uh, after Giuliani implemented broken windows policing and stop and frisk. I mean, this is something that everyone knows that New York used to be more dangerous. Yeah, I love up. the fact that Hold you're on, setting the finish. highest crime rate finish. in U.S. history in 91. Mute, mute him, James. Mute him, Mute him. Mute him. Mute him because he always does this when he's losing. Hey. So. Don't be here's so mad. 19, okay. here's the, we'll come right back to you, Destiny and Buck. Here's the 19, here's the 1991, 1991, 31 homicides per 100,000. 2013, that was Bloomberg's last year as mayor with Sob and Frisk, 3.3 per 100,000 homicides. Okay? That's a massive drop, okay, from fucking 31 homicides per 100,000 to 3.3 per 100,000. That's post and after, that, that's uh, before and after Stop and Frisk. So, that's you just lie. Do you have evidence that's because of broken windows policing policy, oh, or does that correlate to a general downward trend of violent crime across the country? Well, uh, no, uh, yeah, even across the world. Like the 90s were the most violent point in all of U.S. history. Yeah. Like I could literally point to any spurious correlation that I want and say, well, the reason actually was New because York I was born in 88 and I was like the savior of the U.S. and everybody looked to me and, and stopped committing violent crime. You know, you can see three years after my birth that happened. Um, you notice how you notice how the older I get, the less violent crime there is in America. I don't know. I think I'm is starting that to have an influence. That we should be concerned well, about. Yeah, we can we can be silly, or we can look at the the nationwide we rate de decreasing yeah. crime. And I think the nationwide decreasing crime. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this was around thirty percent or a thirty to forty percent drop in violent crime nationwide, uh, which is which is superseded by that ninety percent drop that Stryker just pointed out. So. Uh, yeah, we we do have evidence so here. You're looking at an outlier. 1991, New York City was literally like. Have you seen uh, Escape from New well, York? That's like what, Snake what Destiny Bliskin? questioned me on. That's what Destiny. Yeah, well, but that's, actually, no, he think, was talking think, about evidence did, for broken windows policing in general. Did the homicide in New York City drop? The answer is yes. No, okay. we tested that it dropped. Stop and frisk. Wait, have now, you done research for any now, conversation nation, ever? Nationwide, <laughs> nation, nationwide uh, uh, falls in crime is frankly the criminal justice bill that's always talked about. You know, Trump is always attacking Biden for supporting the criminal justice bill where Hillary Clinton and the Democrats call Hillary Clinton called blacks uh, predators and so on. They, they basically just put all these black people in prison. That's why the crime rate went down. We're pivoting a little bit you here. You want to let them out. OK, that's another reason why the crime rate nationwide went down. OK, they just put all black people in prison. Slight pivot. Okay? Yeah, there you go. Anyway. Yeah. So as we were saying, New York City in 1991 was about as much of an outlier as you can possibly get when it comes to the murder rate in this country. So to take that one specific country and then all of the dozens and dozens of policies that it's implemented over the past few decades to mitigate that crime rate and go like, oh, well, broken windows policing, in spite of the fact that there was a gigantic nationwide drop in violent crime and broken windows policing has been implemented in other countries and uh, not countries, sorry, in other cities and has not been found to have those same positive effects really doesn't speak to the strength of your argument right there. Well, I would argue actually, that New York City was in a uniquely bad place and it fixed itself in a number of ways. Some of Magical. those ways were more effective than others. And none of those ways, just because you're saying so, involve 
stop and frisk or broken windows policing. All right. None of it. None of it. None of it had anything to do. The the fall in crime in New York City had nothing to do with the police or a change of police tactics. That's what they're saying. No. Wait. 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 I'm sorry. You should demonstrate that. Demonstrate that. Can somebody here find that clip? We can. If I can finish this, we can. We can demonstrate and look to the nationwide decrease in violent crime compared to New York's decrease in violent crime, what was happening nationwide. There was no nationwide stop and frisk. What was New York doing? They were taking violent crime very seriously. They were profiling accurately, relatively accurately, those that were likely to commit the violent crime. And so the crime rate went down. The homicide rate went down. I don't know. And, and you're saying that New York fixed itself. I mean, come on. <laughs> you you yeah. want to demand evidence for, Magically do we have evidence true. for, for, for uh, stop and frisk having any effect? Well, this is one of the most preeminent policies pursued in New York, and it led to, to a decrease in violent crime that beat the national average. So that seems to be compelling evidence right there. Right. Well, here's, if it was, then oh, you should sorry. have a study for it. Oh, like, that's so easy. Like, if you're going to say that, like, oh, well, stop and frisk definitely led to a decrease in violent crime. Why, why are you comparing the no, no, stats no, no. for you in the chat? Yeah, I mean, it's, well, so let's we're, hear we're, from Destiny. Yeah, so we're past freshman level of high school in terms of arguing where you can just throw a stat out, right? Like, generally, when people do studies, they will do a comprehensive analysis of all the tactics implemented by a certain department. They might go county by county. They might have control cities that they'll compare New York City to to look at a variety of different uh, policies to see how they impacted the crime. Not just like, well, here's one stat and it went down dummy i'm right like come on like this, yeah, like, is, this, this is, is the easiest part of the conversation literally correlation causation conflation right here but i found a study i'll help you out a little bit so here's a study on um uh factors which can be attributed to the decrease in crime over the 1990s and there's a segment for factors which do not seem to decrease to uh the uh um criminal rate in this country entitled better policing strategies it ends with Thus, while the impact of policing strategies on crime is an issue in which reasonable people might disagree on given the lack of hard evidence, my reading of the limited data um, that are available leads me to the conclusion that the impact of policing strategies on New York City are exaggerated and that the impact on national crime is likely to be minor. So this is a meta-analysis of existing studies that are done in the decrease in crime over the 1990s. I can link it in chat if you yeah, like. Yeah, I, I really enjoy this uh, this bit of like, uh, you know, freshman level um, going on JSTOR and like finding... Type Better than study. having no data. Also, we do have the data. No, the crime rate. I mean, the idea that the idea that yeah, the crime went down. We have a multitude of statistics which we've presented, and then to say, oh well, no, 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 uh, because you know that's not on JSTOR. So well, actually, also, you have stats, not analysis. Well, There's well, a difference. Second, stats wait, 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 out of wait, context wait, wait, mean nothing. Let me get in on here. Listen, the 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 murder rates in places like Baltimore and St. Louis and places that don't have New York City style stop and frisk. Murder rates there are, are atrocious. Chicago, the south side of Chicago, places like that. So there's a massive gulf. Are you going to literally deny? Do you have any data on New this? York City? New York City is the most safe, one of the most safe big cities in America, if not the safest. This is common knowledge. It's Sunday after Saturday style common knowledge. And if we have to <clears> sit here and, and debate that, then it's just ridiculous. The crime, the, the homicide rate went down drastically after stop and frisk. But let's let's pretend for a second. Let's pretend for a second. Because what I what I was really the reason I wanted to talk to black people instead of two disingenuous white liberals. Can we get to the relevant points? Can, yeah, we can, can we actually hurry up? can we not do this? We, I don't want to we can no no I'm gonna fucking do it. Uh, He's gonna the, do the reason, it. The reason, the reason why is that I want to talk. Solutions it's calming for him because I'm willing. I'm willing to accept that black people may perceive that a white cop or a white judge or a white jury may discriminate against them. And you right. know what? There, there might be cases like that. I'm not saying there's not. The point is, what I'm saying is, what is the solution to that? Now, are you conceding solution, the argument? Excuse me. That's cool. No. He, so what you he's, agree what he's that saying, there is criminal 
Justice what he's saying is there, there may be a perception. No, no, no. Said in the I'm, opening, I'm, there may I'm be speaking... a perception among blacks. There may be a perception yes. among blacks. Ah. They're being treated unfairly right. because they 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 look at a white judge and they look at a white prosecutor and say, well, you know, one plus one equals two. That I'm going to jail not because you know I I smothered that toddler like Reese Bowman was was uh, an eight month old who was smothered. You by a black make caretaker. fun of that oh, line of thought. Me, Wait, you make me, fun of that line of thought, but that's unironically well, what you're doing. Well, let's let me, get back to the main point. Yeah, can, we'll can I finish? Back. Just finish the sentence. Yeah, about black is, people. Right, is that they may have a perception they're being treated unfairly, but that's not the case. So the problem that presents itself to us is how do we address this nationwide problem where where 15 percent of the population or so feels like they can never get a fair shake in the system? Can we, can we even build a system where everyone is governed by the same laws and criminal justice system? What Stryker and I will argue is that no, is that, that diversity and integration is not working because you will always have the, these perceptions of unfairness as, as wrong as they may be, statistically wrong as they may be. So what do we do with that? Well, okay, the first so thing that, we have to do is we oh, real quick. I'm sorry, just real quick. Go go. The first thing we have to do is we have to figure out the, the, the first step to solving any problem that you learn at any stage in your life is to identify the problem. So if they have a perception that they're being untreated or that they're being treated unfairly, but they're not actually being treated unfairly, well, then the solution is going to be a hell of a lot different than they if, if they are actually being treated unfairly. So I don't know why we're trying to skip over that part of determining descriptively whether they are or are not being treated unfairly. I think that's really important before we move on to some weird conversation about black people not being able to live alongside white people or something. Um, I think it's good to identify whether or not they are being treated unfairly first. Um, so just curious. So if we're just going to do the, the stats game or whatever, because we don't actually know the difference between citing one or two numbers versus an actual study done by educated people in the field. Um, I've linked something in the Zoom group chat. So you can see that the biggest fall or decline in murder rate right after 2009 is actually coinciding with a huge fall in stop and frisk. And that the massive rise in stop and frisk from the early 2000s didn't really seem like it was correlated with the decrease in violent crime. Um, can you explain here if stop and frisk is supposed to be lowering violent crime, why these numbers would be like anti-corollary like this? Yes. Oh, I'd like I to can. add to that really quickly, if I may. And it would be very much appreciated if you would actually stick to the point and not go to the weird ancillary conspiracy bullshit about white civilization. Um, I don't know why you're making fun of your perceived belief of how black people perceive the criminal justice system. You're making fun of them for what you consider to be an intuitive judgment when all you've been giving us is intuitive judgment. Well, look Make at Baltimore. Thank you for look clarifying at, the black point of view. Look, look, at the, look at these cities. There's crime there. There's black people. What more do you need to know? It's common sense. It's not surprising to me that you bulk when provided actual studies from actual people who actually have the education to analyze data. Explain the, the drop in crime rate in, in New York City. I can I, I can explain that. Can I explain it? Explain okay. the data that was just provided to you uh, by Destiny. I'm going to explain the data real quick. Black okay. people are leaving New York City because they're getting priced out. The black population <laughs> in the last decade has dropped by 23. <laughs> percent Does that make sense to you? They're just leaving. They're moving to other states. So the I like how rate... we've moved completely from stop and frisk to well, now it's because they're leaving. This is why studies are important, no, guys. Instead of just looking at like one or two numbers, because now if we say, well, actually, it didn't it. drop. It didn't drop as the same percentage. You're going to throw up another one. Well, actually, um, that was when BETV stopped showing like as much violent program. Well, have actually, been... that was because of blah blah blah. Have like, you been to Have need... you been to Harlem lately? This is why we need. It's to... full wait, of white people wait. now. Why did you just lie, Stryker? In 1990, the black population in New York City was 98.7 percent. In 2010, it's 25.5 percent. That's a three percentage point drop. You're saying I that's mean, going I to account you, for the I will massive? Link you, I will give... link you a, a, a demographic study from a black 
website. I don't care. I don't care Why? where it comes from. Oh, you don't from. care about it? Okay. No, I just care about how accurate the data is. Are you suggesting blacks right. don't have the authority to speak in these topics? I think yeah. the person who has the best idea should have the authority. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. As a white guy. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. As a white guy who appreciates the importance of empiricism, I would not want either of you motherfuckers speaking for me in any regard. So, no, I do not think that race is actually the determining characteristic for whether or not data is correct. We don't speak for you. Yeah, and also, let's be real. If you claim to speak, if you claim to speak on behalf of Europeans, I mean, we might as well be <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, real, dude. Okay, My brother will, Destiny over here. We'll kick it over to Europeans James and, and Eric and, and now. And so in the new world we'll give, we'll give a minute or two to, okay. just to be sure. Hold on, just to be sure there's order. Uh, we'll kick it over to Eric and James to give responses now. Yeah, Striker, if you want to finish in, what you're saying. 2000, what I was saying is that uh, the black population in New York City from 2010 to now went from 28% in 2010 to 22%. And it's key, and it keeps on dropping. Okay. Wait, from what it's year other, to what year? I actually missed that. I'm not. Uh, it's in the it's in the chat. You can look at it. Okay. I'll look at it. Um. So black people are just leaving the city because they're getting priced out. You know who's pricing them out? It's people like you and and, and Destiny who are gentrifying all these neighborhoods. That what does this have to do Harlem with our Harlem is arguments? full of whites now. Harlem is full of white people. No, now he's right there. I have. I've got four homes in Harlem right now that I exclusively well, lease out to well, white I, I families. Well, I think it is. People that are you like denying you. that it's important? If we're going to talk about the the amount of black crime in a city. The amount of black people isn't relevant. Is that the suggestion here? Because I think it's it act is actually very relevant. What would be um, relevant I mean, is you addressing like, the data. The problem is that like you oh, guys haven't found mad. an actual analysis. You're just throwing at random numbers. First oh, of all, I like how you start citing crime from '91, ignoring the fact that stop and frisk didn't start until like fucking 2002. Okay, so firstly, that's funny. Okay, that you go back to the most violent point in history, and then you try to draw a, a line between then and now, in times when stop and frisk wasn't even implemented. And then instead of actually like having an actual analysis by an actual educated person, taking into account a lot of variables, you're just like trying to throw like two or three stats here. Like we've got like like monocausal things going on here. It's just like, so stupid. Likewise, they're trying to use a population draw in black people in New York City from 2010 to present day as though that explains a crime change that took place from, from the 1990s. <laughs> yeah. Do you, wait, do you, wait, do you realize like you could have done some research beforehand, maybe found a couple of data points? No, oh, listen, will you listen? Listen, it's pure snark, very little said. You guys are actively and maliciously misinterpreting what I said. Stop and frisk, and broken, which is a part of broken windows policing, right? It's associated with it. Would you admit that? You will. So, Broken windows policing. I thought you said you wouldn't under, speak for me. Under, under, under Bratton <laughs> and Giuliani from 1990 to 1992, you had a Bratton. I'm sorry, uh, from 1994 to 96, uh, Bratton was the New York City Police Department uh, commissioner. So the point is that Bratton, Giuliani, and uh, Kelling were the ones that came up with the theory and implemented it in the early to mid 90s. Okay. And that's just so happens that the crime rate went down. Drastically. I'm not talking about crimes like pissing in the street and things like that. They did police that. But also crimes like the reason the philosophy behind it is that people that are and I'm not saying I necessarily agree with all of this, by the way. But the philosophy of broken windows policing is that if you allow fair evasion or people get drunk in public and things like that, those people are more likely to commit more violent crimes. So they lock them up ahead of time. Now, you could say that's wrong. That's right. Whatever. It dropped the crime rate. OK, it's just logic. The types of people that do that. What year are gonna was be, this implemented? This is in the early to mid 90s. Look up Giuliani, Mayor Giuliani. I'm sure you know who that is. And uh, May, uh, Commissioner Bratton and Kelling. These what, were the guys that policy? created broken windows policing and stop and frisk. That was implemented at the same which, time. Which broken one? windows policing is not a policy. It's That's a, like an it's overall like a philosophy. how to deal with crime. I don't even know if you know. Right. What Again, this is, this is splitting hairs. And, no, and we're asking hairs. you. Wait. <laughs> 
That's it like is. saying, what was your favorite policy of like you. George Bush? Thank you. you say, like Thank the you. war on terrorism or the war. That's not a policy. That's like an overall ideology. It is a guiding, yes, it is a guiding theory on policing. That is true. And it is a theory that informed the policies they implemented as mayor. Don't even bother explaining. I mean, this is, this is, this is the reality. You learned something new at least. They have no arguments. By the way, 1990, New York City, black population, 29%, 2010, 25 and a half. So we, we see, yeah, an approximate, what is that? Twelve percent drop in, in the black population yeah. in uh, in those years. And from when to when? What was the decrease ninety to twenty ten? Ninety to twenty ten. And what was the decrease? He said thirty homicides to three. And that little itty bitty twelve percent drop in the black well, population. Combine that with broken windows, policing, and stop and frisk. And, and oh my start- god! You know what would be a great way to combine that with? It would be it would be done in a study. That would be well. Great. Let's let's could, let's could the, term, the term for this researcher that tried to correlate all these things. The term for this is spurlative correlations, and which when you get a grab bag of data points to sound convincing, and yeah, you start like piecing together, rate. you put them up in your cork board. You've got your twine and your uh, push pins, and you try to make a story out of it. All we have to do is link studies. More or less likely to commit murder. Wait, wait, wait! What does that have to do with anything? Remember earlier when I said well, that all you all you types do the is crime rate went down when more black people were remember how I said earlier that when you guys are confronted right. with data more complicated than you're capable of understanding you lean back oh. and say oh, here we go here hmm, we go 1350 hey wait really quickly right. wait wait I want to yeah. actually get this back on track really quickly if I may I hope nobody minds because we've been I guess arguing over your inability to understand data for a little while now we got to maybe three you of 40 studies hold up whoa 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 I agree One we sec. are I agree so how about we get to the other dozens of studies I have that uniformly um, uh, inform the idea? This is time to debate white liberals. They're just cynics. Oh, uh, you're, you're backing off that well, easy? Well, I mean, no. this, is, this is an important this point, is... though. The idea that, that data only becomes valid when packaged by someone at, at a university mm-hmm. in a certain way that agrees no, with you. No, a, a it's classic anti-intellectualism. Well, actually, that's, no, that's, no, that's it's, a really it's good point that James brings up. Like, yeah, but like the funny thing is that like any educated person listening to this, like the fact that you just said is an insult with standard practice, d- data isn't worth anything as a single stat. Of course, these are always contextualized. The fact right, that you thought that was some kind of- Destiny. We're giving no, the context, Destiny. We're giving the context for that. You're creating that. Context. Context. Random data points. You're creating context. Hold on one second. Just forgive me. I've got John. Everybody on mute. Just want to. What we'll do is change things up a bit with maybe two minutes from each side, kind of alternating back and forth, just to be sure that we keep. We've it's been going really well so far, and so it's uh at the same time bubbly. So where were we last? Who would who would be willing to? I'd like to move the the conversation in a more productive direction, if I may. I would, but I would also like to talk about this just for like one minute too, because it's just very important. We can split one a minute between us. You want to go first? <laughs> sure, that sounds great. Okay, you go let's first. Do it. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you you creating context for a given stat isn't just comparing one number to another. That's not creating context. Anybody that's ever read a single econ study, a single sociology study, any study like this will know that when you actually try to measure the effectiveness of a given policy, there's a lot of things that go into that work. So for instance, you might see if other cities that are comparable in population demographics or socioeconomic status had similar or different policies. You might compare the effectiveness of the policy given uh, different types of populations. You might do it over like a time scale. There's a lot of different things you have to keep in mind when you're comparing policies um, between states or, or, or between like even a city and then prior in that city when you didn't have it. The idea that you think that you can just throw up one stat when I could point to like any number of other stats, for instance, like the number of prison inmates rose, um, the, the size of the police force grew, um, unemployment rate dramatically fell between 1990 and 1999, um, 25%. Um, like all of these things can be correlated with like decreases yeah, in burglary, homicides, all these other point. things. 
We're at I'm about 35. Anyway, yeah, and I'll, and oh, I'll yes, finish, I'll I'll finish from my side, ahead. if I may. So, yeah, we can we can run this back a little bit. So, a report on jury selection showed that between 1990 and 2010, state prosecutors were about twice as likely to strike black people eligible for juries in criminal cases as opposed to 26% of white people. It was double even after uh, taking account of other correlative factors. The authors of this study testified in court, saying the odds of this taking place with no implicit bias with regards to race were about 1 in 10 trillion. We have studies on implicit bias with regards to mock jurors. We have them in plea bargaining. We have them in charge sentencing. We have them in death penalty sentencing. The amount of data on this, for you to get knocked down in the weeds of like, well, what year was Broken Windows Policing, the, the, the policy of Broken Windows pressed. Policing implemented? No, we didn't bring up New York. Yes, you, you did. Guys. We can, people can rewind. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, they can feel rewind. Free. You guys started with New York City. Why were those black jurors struck? Well, yeah, I'd like to make uh, a was about a minute See, why? Find a study. Gentlemen, all right. Well, that was a minute 25 from Destiny Bosch. We'll give the same to Eric and James. Yeah, Stryker, just real quick. Uh, the, the reason why jurors will be struck as part of the voir dire process is prior convictions, right? And so if you have prior Accounted convictions, for. Accounted for. if you have prior convictions, then Accounted you for. will be struck. Hold on. Um, it, hold on. Sorry. No, not you, Bosch. Just oh, okay. clearing it up um, so he knows where to go. I want to hear this. Yeah, and, and also, I mean, this analysis is only, is only focusing on white jurors. Uh, I would like to see a similar study, uh, as you apparently have a wealth of them, on, on black jurors and whether or not black jurors uh, have biases towards whites. And this gets to the bigger, the bigger point here is that there may be, you may be able to, to find some whites or some blacks uh, that have implicit biases towards each other. Uh, this is not borne out in, in, in uh, the way the system treats people, for sure. Um, but, I mean, the point being, uh, the idea that blacks cannot be biased against whites, um, I would uh, disagree Nobody, with that. No. Wait, I never mentioned the race of the One people sec. who struck still, the still jurors. 30, still got about 30 seconds. Let the European go. Yeah, you, well, here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, the, the, the concept of a Bronx jury is very well known. It's uh, an implicitly and explicitly biased black jury, not to mention the fact that uh, jurors, like James said, are often struck because they have criminal records or they have some other issue going on. So, I mean, you, you, all these questions always beg the question, you know, why? Why are blacks treated slightly differently than whites? Why are they more likely to get struck from a jury? Why are they more likely to be stopped and uh, arrested? And the question and then the answer where we disagree, we both agree on the fact that blacks are more likely to commit murder. I mean, I'm sure you guys already agreed to that. So the question is then About time. Yeah. So the do question you, is, you wanna, and time, you I'd, li I'd love to respond. So again, that was accounted for. I never mentioned the race of the people striking the the eligible jurors. Um, and additionally, I love the fact that whenever presented with data you're unfamiliar with, you don't know anything about this study. You don't know any of its control variables, when it was conducted, how it was conducted, the selection size, the sample rate, the, uh, the, the P hat. You don't know anything about it. But you're like, well, something has to account for that bias. It can't be racism. Maybe there were prior. Oh, wait, we accounted for priors. Maybe they smelled worse. You would go to anything. And this is the reason why we get to point to studies and you get to point to out of context we data. We can cross reference because it is very easy. It. Are blacks more likely to be them, felons? The answer is yes. That's let's that has. Wait, wait, wait. Seconds. I think that's really important. That has literally nothing to do with, with the study that I have cited. Absolutely, it does. No, that's accounted for. That's called racism. Or what, what, if you're trying to say that like a jury is more likely to be biased yeah. against a black right. person because- oh, I'm sorry, I'm missing, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I misinterpreted yeah, that. If you're, if, you're, if you're saying, well, those black jurors were more likely to have been criminals, that's accounted for. If you're saying, well, they were more likely to have been struck because the person doing the striking believes they're criminals, that's they're literally racism you're defending. So, 
we agree with each other then. That's go fine. Go ahead and take yeah. it. You're just pro-racism. We're anti-racism. We're yeah. not arguing over whether it exists, just whether go, or not it's good. Ahead. That's about a minute 20. So we'll kick it over to uh, James and Eric for a minute 20. Yeah, I mean, the idea, though, that, uh, that this the jur jury selection um, in and of itself is, is can it be <laughs> looked at to explain uh, the disproportionate sentencing? It's not um, already, I've got data on that, too. One sec. Data. Sorry. Um, no. The idea, no, but the idea that that the jury selection in this very specific case, where was this study conducted, by the way? Uh, let's find out. Michigan State University College of Law. Let's find the population. You can keep talking while I find the population. Yeah, sure. So so the idea that this is is an explainer of, uh, of racism in the criminal justice system. I mean, this is uh, this study actually is an outlier when you look at other studies that uh, that what other studies that examine. Well, I was, I was I'm about to mention one, Destiny, if you'd let me finish. That, uh, for example, study from Washington State University finds that police officers, by the way, these are the police officers that, uh, that are killing unarmed black men, supposedly, that police officers actually hesitate longer before shooting black suspects than whites. What does that uh, have to do with the story? You don't get the death penalty if you... If well, do you know what a pivot is? One sec. i got to give him 20 more seconds. Okay, yeah, sure. Oh, no, one, one last thing. One last thing is that Destiny already admitted that the crime rate went down because there's more cops and more people in prison. Okay, that's basically what we all agree on the question is why are they mostly black the ones we, in prison that had nothing to do with the data we that well, that's, what De that's what destiny said no we were arguing said. whether stop and frisk was the more more cops more prisoners plus stop and frisk in the i don't think context. he ever said in the new york context here, chicago has seven give, times the murder rate as new york give, city philadelphia six times the murder rate this has not again chance response do we know they don't have stop and frisk do we notice the pattern we oh. notice the pattern every time. No actual way of comparing these data points, just throwing out out-of-context data points. It's actually embarrassing. I'm cringing over here. Uh, do you want to respond to the actual data point that I cited with regards? Again, you can find it. The, um, the, the, the study writers testified under oath the likelihood of that taking place, um, those disproportionate odds, being about 1 in 10 trillion unless racism was involved. Uh, they testify that in a court of law. Of course, perjury is a crime. If you'd like to look over that and attest to that specifically, that'd be fantastic. I don't know what policing has to do with jury selection, but... I'm just quoting Destiny. Des Destiny said the crime rate went down because there's more police and more people in prison. That's what he said. So I'll agree with him two-thirds of the way there. You're I think in, New in the again. New York City context, the reason it's the safest big city in America or was until very recently, until you anarchists turned it what into a fuck? jungle. Do you want me to go to an easier study? anarchist riders. Yeah, anarchist riders. Uh, until very recently, it was the safest city in America by, by uh, per capita. Go to an you know, easier you study for you? Places, you. You compare it to places like Chicago. You compare it to places like Philadelphia. You compare it to places, other big cities. And uh, they have no stop and frisk. And the crime rate is exponent murder rate. What? You think New you York City is comparable to all those other cities? You can't blame dead bodies on racism. New York City is one of the most You can't blame dead bodies on racism. We'll kick it over to Destiny. I'm just... The idea that you think that that's that New York City is comparable to those other cities. New York City is one of the most unique cities in the United States of America, right? That, like picking out like things particular to New York. Um, if we've seen anything, you know, with the whole coronavirus stuff, like we can see that New York City is like a pretty unique place. Um, in, in terms of like what it sees in the world, I'm not moving Hold anyone. Move you it. haven't you haven't met the we've incredibly low bar that we've already set. Hey, Bugman, I've I lived in New York finish. City. I hey, lived, calm, I was calm down, start calm. Whoa, we've there, got, big boy. Another minute. We've got another minute left. Why, like. 
I don't know what to say. Like when you're throwing out, like I lived there. Like I went out on the streets every day and I collected unbiased yeah, there's, data there, on honestly, the crime rates. And I looked at the the. There's not even felt. there's not even anything to respond to. to yeah, be I, don't, I don't know what to say. This you, is like cheating because if they say a bunch of dumb shit for two minutes, James, and I have nothing to respond to, what what am I supposed to do with my time? Yeah, we can. Well, well, I can. I can always. Ready for this strategy. I can throw out a new study if we want. So in this study, well, let's, let's address my study first. Actually, what Josh. study? Let, let's address a study from Washington State University. I believe it was 2013 uh-huh. that found that police officers. You can talk about jury selection. Oh yeah, no, again, that study uh, is right. Yeah, we can give you that one. We can give you that one, and it doesn't impact anything else. I have never we'll made the claim. I have never made the claim. This is a white on black thing. Only systemic bias against oh. black people committed it, it by might, white or black the, cops white or black judges doesn't matter and it might so, be that police wait, so, hesitate more before shooting a black person than a white person that has nothing to do with the broader argument though like that's great you have that one well study. i'm sure it, does. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it would though doesn't it because what you're contending is that there is a there is a nascent racism that is uh per, that pervades the criminal justice system and if if that were to be true you'd expect that to be pre, uh, present in the frontline enforcers of that criminal justice can I, system. can i take a second to explain police. systemic bias well, also? allow me to allow me to finish my point here and the study from washington state university found that uh that um that police officers are the most likely to hesitate 1.61 seconds before shooting a black suspect compared to 1.37 seconds for a white suspect. And that might seem like a small amount of time, but in a in a critical life or death situation, that is very important. And so, again, this idea that if there were to be – if the police officers, which, again, are the frontline enforcers of the criminal justice system, you claim to be racist. If they were to be, if they were to be uh, racist against blacks – for example, then they would be they would be less hesitant to shoot them, right? But they actually hesitate longer for blacks than they do with whites. Okay, so again, we never made any counterclaim on that one. It makes sense that given all of the racial antagonism surrounding the police brutality that they commit against black people, that they might be more hesitant in some instances to open fire on black people. We never made any claim counter to that, and it has nothing to do with our broader claim. Do you think it's a little bit funny that I'm like, here's a bunch of like meta-analyses on broader racial injustice, and you say, well, here's one study. It takes the cop 1.2 seconds longer to kill the black <laughs> That's man. That's exactly like, what you're doing, Vash. And by yeah. the way, would that not be an example of an anti-white bias? If, if you guys want to present the argument that there is a, there's an anti-black sure, bias Sure, now just policing, demonstrate it in the entire criminal no justice system. Is evidence... We're talking about the totality of the criminal justice system right now. We're talking about a disproportionate uh, thing that black people face at every single level of of law enforcement, not just whether or not white cops are more likely to to pause when they're shooting white or black people. Police engagements, apparently. No, we are talking about police engagements. Hold on. Do you think that the only type of police engagement is What's Black Lives Matter about? If it's not about shooting unarmed black men, what the We're not talking about black lives. We're talking about systemic racial bias. Hold on. Oh, 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 my God. Hold on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stryker, call me there. I'm sorry. Um, if go ahead. Go you, ahead. If you want, either you or maybe if you've got a caretaker can check your email. You can actually go and look at what we're supposed to be talking about. It's not Black Lives Matter. Um, maybe you're in the wrong debate. I'm not sure if there was like a Daily Stormer episode that you're missing or something. But yeah, I mean, you they want an easier topic. It's so pedantic. It's so pedantic. No, it's a wait. Listen, buddy, buddy, my friend. It's the point. My good, my fellow. Whoa, calm down. My fellow. Hold on one second. The discourse. My fellow European friends. Okay. We came here to talk about whether or not there is a systemic bias against black people in the American criminal justice system, and the evidence to that effect is very compelling. We acknowledge that study on cop fire uh, delay times does not rebut our point in any way, shape, or form, and it's entirely possible for a criminal justice system, which is generally biased against black people, to sometimes have disproportionate outcomes against white people. For example, I believe that for the most part, we live in a pretty sexist society against women, but men get shafted in some pretty specific ways that I'm happy to acknowledge. But when I'm trying to talk about society at large, it's a little weird if we're looking at a totality of data and you keep pointing out like family courts. And that's what we're doing right now, essentially. 
Uh, so if we may, I'd like to move on to another study. I'm very interested in hearing how you're able to divinely talk about which uh, correlative factors they weren't able to account for in this one. In this study, <clears throat> two groups of mock jurors were given a collection of race-neutral evidence from an armed robbery with one group's alleged perpetrator being shown to be light-skinned and the other dark-skinned. These mock jurors were significantly more likely to evaluate ambiguous race-neutral evidence against the dark-skinned suspect as incriminating and more likely to find that dark-skinned subject guilty. Now, there are no other confounding variables here. It's a study. It's an it's a experiment. There's nothing else. It's all mocked. And yet, in spite of that, the jurors, black and white, were more likely to find criminality in the actions of the alleged dark-skinned perpetrator. So the, the black people are racist against black people, too. We're talking right about here. systems here. Well, are systems made up of people, or are they yeah. just well, magical I mean, even if we, even if clouds we grant in that, the sky? Even if we grant that and say, yeah, black people could be racist against white people as well. I mean, the problem right now is that white people have the predominant power in the criminal justice system, so it seems like that's the problem that we should be addressing. Where, right where are you getting? Where's be... your study to show that? Sure. Uh, yeah, the, study for wait, that? Wait, wait, wait. Are you wait, skipping? Where's my study to show that white people are, yes. are the predominant power in... Yes. Where's I your mean, study? I could do a composition of, of Congress. Show me a study. That are, are, are black people are, are white people more likely to be i don't know the mayor of a black majority city uh, we don't we don't need to sing to the bad are, faith are, arguments are white, right are white people are white people the the police chiefs in every place from Wait, st louis to this, this actually tracks yeah. you think western Showing, civilization like, is being destroyed so you must think no, black people are actually in charge of america that actually yeah, makes sense I, from your I, perspective. no no wrong let me correct you on that you think obama's still the shadow president personally i personally have no hatred personal hatred for black people i don't and I don't think they're in charge. I think Jews are in charge. I know. That's who I think is we in know. charge. We know. So if you want to talk about that, we can have that another another discussion about that. But I, I know you'd like to move sponsors. to that because it's another opportunity for you to use a bunch of oh. spurious conspiratorial claims without looking oh, at any so evidence. Meanwhile, here you are talking about this white privilege. Do you want to respond to the study that I have never said white privilege once in this entire discussion? I want, I want Destiny to show me a study showing that white people are disproportionately powerful. Are you pivoting? No. Are you really? Are you avoiding? A claim and he has no evidence to back it up. Answer the question. Show what question do you answer want the to question answer? striker what question striker why yeah, okay. were those mock jurors biased why well your claim is that black people are racist no against black people no nope our yes. claim is that jurors whether or not they're black or white asian hispanic engaged in bias against dark-skinned individuals now in America, where you are Quantify tried by a bias. jury show of me, your peers. Show me statistics about that bias. In, yeah, sure. statistics yeah, here about you go. That bias. So in, well, uh, in America, we are, um, uh, uh, a, we are tried by a jury of our peers, meaning that our right. juries will be made up of black, white, Asian, Hispanic, I'm asking what you, people. what is the origin of that bias? Explain that to wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. So again, you know there's a bias. No, you're I'm just not saying, okay I'm not with it. No, hold on. I'm not admitting that. I'm saying you're saying that. All races are biased. Against You're justifying a racial bias right now. You're doing it. You're making I, my well, argument that, for me. Calling people. First of all, I don't give a shit if you call me racist. And second of all, uh, it makes my argument care. easier. Maybe if you racial want. biases are real. I mean, men, I, I guarantee that there are studies that show men are more likely to be frowned upon by a jury than women. Yes. Right. Yes. There's plenty of studies. Yes. So and is the, that because yeah, of systematic misandry? Bias? Yes. Against men in the criminal justice system? Yes. For violent crimes, oh. men are significantly more likely to be sentenced. And I've talked about that on stream and in fact, so on videos anti, on it. Anti-male bias. Though. Yes. You or, that, or okay. I guess, too light on women. I don't really know, but it's it's one of those things. Yeah. So, what's your solution to that? Is Wait, that too? Are you so you really are women? pivoting? I actually just responded to your question, and you're unwilling to address the specific thing that I just said. Are men more are likely okay? to be? Are, are juries more likely to be biased against men? Why are you men pivoting? Because men can are are juries more likely? I'm because I'm trying. Why are you pivoting? Is, 
if we talk about race, you're set in your ideology. Right? Why? You have a racial ideology. You don't have a canned line Are for the rest of the stuff. You. So here you go. If a jury pivoting. is more biased against black people, what were the factors like the nature of the crime, uh, the rap sheet of the black criminal? All of these things. Wait, this is an experiment. There's oh, no, no rap no. sheet. Actually, I'm going through the thing right now, and he does bring up a good point because all of these crimes were stealing truckloads of Nikes. So Stryker actually just completely <laughs> blew us out of the water on that one. Fuck. I'm sorry. It's um, an we, experiment, we the Stryker. One. There's no other correlating factor you can like, point I don't think to. Get, understand that these aren't real life people, right? They don't. They, these does aren't, he know? Who are we talking to? What I'm saying is just like Jesse Jackson. Hold on. You just said another reason why Jackson. Just like Jesse Jackson said once once that when he hears footsteps behind him and he turns around and sees a black man, he's a lot more scared than if he sees a what white are we, man. Who, what black are we talking about? I'm sorry, is Jesse Blacks? Jackson the secret fifth person here? In this juries country? are more likely. We're talking James? About. Juries, juries, are, juries are more likely to be. Hold on a second. I'm getting a phone call here. <laughs> yes, quickly. Find, find some time. Uh, now, we do my, have one. Well, I want to make a quick announcement. We have something weird. We're both computers. I can't currently access the Super Chats. I think I just tweeted YouTube. Uh, I don't know if this is like for everybody uh -huh. or just me, but it is on both computers. So it's also on multiple browsers. Don't worry, folks. Working on it, but just want to let you know. we. Uh, so maybe we'll just go a little bit longer than expected. We crashed YouTube. I'm not sure what's going on. They can, I can get them to load in the creator studio, but I can't pull them up where it, you know, like has their own little, little like sub page. That's okay. We were oh, all getting a little heated. I'm happy to have okay. the moment. I've loved chilling, uh, taking a breath. So we are okay now. Uh, folks got to warn you, like at this point, it's going to be really hard for us to, if you're firing in a super chat now, it's going to be really, really hard for us to, to get to it based on how many we have, which looks like a lot. So I want to let you know, like super chat at your own risk. And if you guys uh, had other points that you well, want to get to. Yeah, and, and I would just like to, to make the point that I think we all can acknowledge that there will be among, a, if you're talking about a black person or a white person, an Asian person, any person of any race, there will be some, some built-in in-group preference there. Uh, regardless of who you're talking about, people are naturally preferential towards their own. And so if we have then a system that, that, by the way, does its best. And to... why are the black jurors also biased well, against no. ones? Well, if I can just, on, just complete. He's actually just oh, making, completely him. making an argument for us. Yeah, go ahead and finish. And then we no, can... I'm saying that, that these people, it's natural for human beings to have some in-group preference. That is just a, a, a fact. Um, okay. So then what, how do you build a system that accommodates, that accommodates both blacks and whites, that uh, accommodates think... these two different groups? And let me finish, Destiny, because the question then is, when you mention having a jury of your peers, can you ever really have a jury of your peers if that jury of your peers is not of the same race of you? Right. And, uh, and I think a lot of, actually, a lot of blacks, this is, this is one of their demands, is to have all black juries for black suspects. So now, I, mean, I think, that, I think blacks, right? that is a fair demand to make, and that's a demand that a black, uh, a black nationalist or or black activists would probably make. And uh, that's a demand that I think Stryker and I would, would make for whites as well. And so yeah. the only way to, to accomplish, if you believe it is possible to have this, this system that treats all people fairly, um, regardless of, of their race, is to have separate systems, to have separate courts of law, separate judicial systems, one for blacks and one for whites. And, and that would then solve, that would solve the problem. Black police, of, uh, black courts, black right. juries, black I believe judges black, for black, black people, people and say, white uh, people. And that the would then rights. solve this, this, this issue. And by the way, it would be very interesting then to do that same study that you keep mentioning about, uh, about jury bias and so on and so you forth. You still haven't responded um, to, by the way. 
Well, I, I'm, I'm making the point that if you then saw blacks, uh, this black judicial system continue to be biased against darker skinned blacks, I mean, at that point, it's like, what do we, what do you even do with that? Right. If that's just, if that's What's how blacks are going to govern, so, wait, you, yeah, so wait, you've, com you've think, conceded. The yeah, entire no, I actually think that that's a really good question that James, um, the other James also brings up. I think that we should come back and we could have a second debate on how do we address the racial biases that exist inside the criminal justice system? Because also just made a huge argument that we all have in-group preferences. White people are currently, you know, make up the majority of like legislative branches uh, of district judges everywhere. Um, so we've already conceded the point completely, basically, that you are, that we are in fact correct. Well, um, well, I don't need to. No, no, I don't need to. Also just conceded your argument entirely. You just said that we all have in-group preferences. No, no, because um, that's we don't need to find say, data we, to no, agree with Excuse me, can I finish my As European gentlemen, okay, European gentlemen, okay, with great traditions from Europe, okay, we should allow each other to speak. Yeah, it's called um, America. So, um, <clears throat> I'm an American, yeah, yeah. do not call me a European. Thank you. Well, um, like 50 50 European American, it depends on who I'm talking to at the time, but um, anyway, um, yeah, I, so if you can see that, we could come back and we can have a discussion on how should we sit here and address the problems of, of systemic racism. But if you're going to sit here and concede that systemic racism exists, then like, I don't know, we have that discussion oh, now. Well, actually, because well, we I, didn't I, I, prepare I for that, and I, I, unlike you, you guys, know, we actually so you prepare went for to our conversation. Well, no, I, I'd like to make a very, <laughs> a very important uh, corresponding point. To what yeah. I just said is, is that actually when you look at how whites are treated by the justice system, even though there is this in-group preference, uh, whites are actually treated very poorly by this justice system in the United States. Uh, we can look at, for example, the right to peacefully protest. How are yeah. our white peaceful protests treated versus black people? This black is completely, you protests. don't want to get into this. One sec. Oh, sure we do. Sure we this do. Is well, some, this is I, some like tier yeah, 11 dumb fuck argument. Okay. We, we can let's debate that at another time, but the point we're getting at here is if black people, whether real or not, we're, me and me and James are not conservatives. We're not invested in a perfectly objective uh, justice system at all. We know. I am willing to listen to black people. I'm willing to listen to black people, like in Black Lives Matter, who are demanding uh, hospitals that are staffed and for blacks. We want the same for whites. Let's do that. Who the, the, the obvious solution about, to systematic racism to the extent right that the, 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 let's, the, let's let him finish. The, promise we'll come right back to you. The, the, the obvious solution to black people feeling like they live under a racist system is to give black people their own rights in their own system. Isn't that the obvious solution here? Okay. Where do we, I mean, I don't even know who he's arguing against. At yeah, this point. we, okay. So, so the, you'd agree. Well, 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 hold on. People. So really, really, really quickly. Okay. Because trying to make any points with you people is like pulling teeth. So the argument is conceded. There is a bias in the criminal justice system in the country of the United States of America. Now I would point out factors like even a majority black, um, uh, cities, there's still not a uh, supremely large bias against white individuals who are tried in those systems. In fact, the opposite seems to be the case. And uh, whereas uh, black people in very white cities tend to have the opposite inflicted on them. So the idea that this in-group preference is some sort of neutral, socially ambivalent force that equally directs black people against whites and white people against blacks doesn't really seem to be true. The fact that you would try to defer to white protests as a sort of uh, me measuring stick for how white people are treated by our criminal justice system is pretty funny. If you want to have a conversation about what can be done to improve the disparity in our country's uh, uh, criminal and racial injustice, um, I mean, you're going to have to provide data before they respond okay, to, I would like to say it's pretty funny that you think talking to people from like the nation of Islam is like representative of black opinions across the United States. That's would be like me saying I talked to Charlottesville neo-Nazi marchers and, and yeah. I talked to these people and I think that their opinions are representative. Of well, even the we have a Charlottesville neo-Nazi marcher here. You and Vosh have thousands of progressive fans 
you 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 and jo- you and Vouch have thousands of progressive fans and couldn't find a single black person to at least bring on as a fucking token. Wait, we don't uh, wait, on, we don't this, like tokenism. Debate. Well, and, and I'd like to just add right, on to what's you don't have black saying. people at all. At least conservatives have their tokens. Wait, I'm the, the streamer. I'm at, back to the back to the back hey, to what no, we we're saying. Have you seen the voter back base? To, Are you serious the, right okay, now? What do you mean? Back to what we were saying. <laughs> back to back to what we were saying. Strong African American Republican vote. The factor of racism. You guys aren't letting me talk. Yeah, the factor of racism is a hundred percent eliminated by having a system where black people have black police, they have black community leaders, uh, they have black judges and jurors. That is entirely a non-factor. There is no chance of a white person discriminating or people of or an Asian person or any other kind of person like that discriminating on a jury or as a police officer or anything if we only have separate systems. And explain so, Ferguson. Ferguson led by black people, black police officers majority, black people were treated fucking horribly in that city. I'm saying if no, explain, no, 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 explain is it. the original sin of white people. Never, wait, 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 stop. Please. With all this self-persecutory bullshit, yeah. I'm not interested in reading your fucking MySpace blog, okay? I didn't say shit about white people. I'm asking you if black people will treat black folk better and white folk will treat white folk better. Explain to me why Ferguson, as a federal investigation, was shown to be massively biased against its black inhabitants in spite of the fact that almost Ferguson every- Ferguson was run by a Republican mayor, for your, for your information. If, wait, if you want to look at the demographics many... of that city- Wait, wait, wait. Ferguson has many white people in it, and it has a, a conservative. Well, wait, what percentage? Of, wait, you're, you're weaseling. Trial, wait, you're but weaseling. The point I'm getting you're, at is, I mean, but I mean, you're... the idea is, if you want to remove a variable, if we want to be scientific and, and remove the uh, the independent variable here, we can just remove diversity, right? And if you want to find but how it doesn't people help. treat each other, well, it, it it does because then there's no opportunity for white racism or then or find. Black wait, wait, wait. we're not saying to, white to on black racism on the criminal we're saying systemic if racism listen, no if you against want to black people, people one sec, one sec. In order, order. all right okay okay we're one last thing. if you know listen i sympathize with black people that go to school and have to read shakespeare go to school Why? and they're and it's named after some white man or something i sympathize that black people don't don't feel any connection to this stuff i totally sympathize because when i had to read fucking chinua achebe I felt no connection we to don't that either. Care. So the point the point I'm making here is that black people have a right to their own community, their own police, their own culture, and to be taught their own values in school. And I agree. Listen, the main black criticism here of the criminal justice system is that it's a, it's a system created by whites for whites to benefit whites. Whatever the merits of that argument is, I don't even care. Let's create a system for blacks by blacks. And if get it over with. you were That's correct, it. then it should be easy for you to find a study on how greater levels of black representation in city councils, mayorships, and police uh, uh, police representation leads to a decrease in the disproportionately negative treatment of black citizens in that city. I guarantee you, you will not be able to find that study. As also, it turns- I would just like to say that, like, like uh, in terms of, like, talking about the breakdown for how we change a lot of this stuff, like, if we wanted to do a separate conversation on this, I'm really hesitant to do it on the fly, but I'm pretty sure me and Vosh between us have, like, 20 different suggestions related to, like, the war on drugs. It's funny, you guys brought up, like, black juries, black people. Community policing is one of the big, like, things that a lot of people actually want in this in the, in this country like we could name like 20 policies off yeah. i'd be super interested right, striker right. and your suggested right. realistic politically possible policies that are going to get us to fucking like kingdoms of different racial countries in the united states yeah, I, like I, what a fucking pipe dream i look forward to being like here's a policy we could maybe look at here's some studies on it you're like huh, well if we just had an ethno state we wouldn't have that problem like what yeah, would the discussion be boring I, i'm not saying necessarily an ethno state but if black people want to live in their own communities with their own system I personally think they have a right to do that. Yeah, so that would be the discussion. Just now, back you and two, forth. the white, the white liberals we... that have crowned themselves the leaders of the black community. Why do you keep? You doing may that? disagree. You may disagree, 
that that's what's good for Are black you the people. leader of the I'd white community? I'd rather have this conversation with actual black people and see what they want. Why the fuck do we have to argue with you about this? Then why did you, you agree to this debate, here. Stryker? Dude, Stryker, you, why you did guys, you agree to this you debate if you didn't want to talk to white people about this? They didn't want to talk to you us guys, is what they didn't want to talk to. You guys are just here to obfuscate things that white people and black people, by and large, will agree they with bad. if they sit down and have a conversation about you Jews and distractors and it's liberals, all this shit that's, that, that you yeah. people represent. Let's, you have the minority we... opinion. Probably could go into Q and A. Is now, this a what is it or called? I should say closing statements. So what what is it called when the uh, when the senator won't stop talking? Uh, filibuster. Filibuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So basically, I mean, the problem is that like they wanted to come and have this conversation. They wanted to like appeal to like one or two random numbers like that proved the point. Oh. And then he realized, oh shit, I he have asked, nothing to say. Yeah. Uh, why am I talking to white people? people? Oh no. And then, and then, and then, and then like, instead of I want instead every, of debating, <laughs> instead of debating Black Lives Matter, we got Cuck Lives Matter debate. Why why we we never this debate was never so wait first off I would make make a, a request to the moderator james sure. can you tell me one if the statement of what we were going to be debating is known by all parties beforehand two can you read that statement and three did striker know okay and i'm sincerely asked this did striker know that me and vosh were white coming into this because destiny kind of sounds like a black girl's name maybe he forgot <laughs> the last time we had a horrendously embarrassing conversation where he tried to say jazz wasn't real music um maybe he just I'll forgot that we were both white i'm not sure um can, can you verify those three things for me i don't know how you're going to do this thought destiny point. jazz he must have been black I can do the first two. So, okay. if you guys would like, let's see. My camera's on, right? You can see. I know that my lighting's a little dark right now, but like, I'm, most people would consider me white. I would say the vast majority of Europeans that see me would probably consider me right. white. Yeah, I, I so met him. He's pretty you pale. Get to, you you get to speak on behalf of what black well, people think. Well, speaking of, we just, just we're not we're not talking about what black people think. We're just yeah. going over some studies because we, we, yeah, we haven't okay. actually we haven't actually uh, completed. I mean. I, we have not conceded the point that this that the, in the United States there is a rampant systemic bias against blacks in the criminal justice system. I still disagree with that, Straker, and I, I still disagree with that. Wait, also, the we idea, don't care if there is destiny. If I can get more than fifteen seconds, James, that would be excellent. Um, the idea that that there is a, a widespread systemic, systemic bias against blacks this is not borne out when we look at federal policing, federal law enforcement, for example. Um, in what way? Look, what studies? What data? <laughs> what studies? No, say, wait, wait, in what it. way? <laughs> I love it when he asks me for data. It's such what, bullshit. What, London, no, the if, capital of Britain? Show me a study. Wait, 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 wait. You're just going to appeal to that? Like, well, we can see by looking at federal That's data that you're argument. wrong. Wait, you think you can Let just beg the question on the second. entire argument? The Sunday follows Saturday. Second. Show no. me the data. One second. Uh, I do have the phrase, if you guys want me to read the statement, I can. Otherwise, no, well, it might if I, could, if I could finish the point that I'm making without an interjection. If yeah, you want to finish this, and then I'll read the statement, and then we should probably go into the, yeah, the closings. Yeah. yeah, so let's look at let's look at uh, federal law enforcement, for example, the uh, United States Department of Justice. The United States Department of Justice exists almost solely to identify white uh, white people in this country and and charge them with hate federal hate crimes what? and prosecute them in cases such as such as the the uh, two men in Georgia who are being targeted with, with hate crimes charges. The man in, uh, in, what is it, New Mexico, white man in New Mexico, who defended himself against, against anarchists that were threatening to kill him, who is now finding himself the subject of a, a federal hate crimes investigation. Why, if there is a systemic bias at the, at the system-wide level, you'd find it in the federal, in the federal level, your counter-argument is, is, is that the three white US people have been charged. Let no, let me finish. These are examples, Bausch. And examples. where's the data? Examples. Data. Examples aren't data, dude. We, we do have... Right, but well, James, hold on. Let me finish. If if you had a a, a rampant systemic anti-black bias in federal uh, law enforcement, you would expect there to be similar charge hate crime charges against blacks when blacks do things such as say I hate white people and and attack whites, uh, such as when when blacks um 
yeah, engage in violence against whites and and express a racial animus. If you look at the, the statistics on this, which I will find for you in about 15 seconds, blacks are actually undercharged in uh, federal hate crimes uh, legislation, under federal hate crimes investigations, uh, despite their, them committing more violent crimes. So right. we have a federal Wait, hate crimes a federal or violent system. crimes? They are they are under underrepresented in 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 terms of them being charged for for violent hate crimes. They are underrepresented in terms of being charged and investigated. They're under investigated well, for the hate federal, crimes. The FBI doesn't even bother policing blacks. What are we? Uh, can, wait, can we can, wait? Stop! You can, you can stop! At, come on! Look at hey. Let me let me talk for a second. We've been talking for you, a while. You can my dude. you can look at the murder clearance rate since the 1960s. It's gone in many many cities from like 90 percent clearance to 60 percent clearance. The FBI has no interest in that. Meanwhile, they'll send 15 agents to go investigate a fake noose. Can you provide studies on this data? There you go. Yeah, there well, you go. Can Another you answer study. that? I mean, how do you? How we, do you we don't know. There's no way to answer one Where is your study to explain this? This is, this is, there's not a You study provided the one off example. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Alsop was literally idea, like, here's some. reality doesn't exist unless it comes from an ivory tower. Wait, wait, wait. Let's you were literally no, just like, we can look at real. Here's some examples. Wait, wait, wait. I appeal to the moderator for me. Can we get a response to that? One sec. Just, just a. Okay, everybody on the same page? Okay. Okay, I just. The idea of him like, here are some examples. Where's your study to explain it? What the fuck are you talking right, because about? Because your your appeals are solely to academic authority, and that's fine if you want to do that. Uh, but we can look at the facts as they are. I provide and, and the studies, can, we, though. I don't no, ask you for them. We can look at the facts as they are, and and we can we can say are they are they true or not? And we don't need something to be blessed by the academic by the ivory tower real. academics for it to be real. We can, can we look please, at real examples yeah, of can real we things happening start off, in the real world. Can we please yeah, and you know these guys, time. these Wait, guys, please, hold on, one, one one all the institutions are on their side. Destiny, we got to switch it back. Go ahead. Okay, I just next time because I fully admit I'm a pussy. I would have dodged this debate if he told me that we can't use any academic evidence because it's a huge waste. Yeah, that makes it much harder. Huge waste of time. Like, like if we were gonna start off with like, well, studies don't count. We're gonna have to go by news reports. Like the three or four examples that I bring up. Like, like what a waste of fucking time. Dude, you literally, there are going to be people confidently lying. Paid opposition for the conservative. Destiny is a self-described sociopath. Wait, can we wait? Can we please calm? Wait, can we calm down? Actually, I have to go through my PayPal transactions. I might have paid for this opposition because of how fucking stupid you look right now. I don't even fucking remember right now. That's how embarrassing this conversation. Back to the basics. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. Let's wait. How about we? How about we get back to the basics, which was James, the moderator. Would you kindly repeat to everyone why we came here? and whether or not everyone was made aware of the debate topic before we arrived here in this Zoom call. Is everybody good with this? Uh, yeah. All else equal, African-American people are treated worse by the criminal justice system for no discernible reasons not directly or indirectly influenced by racism or race-based policies. Okay, so that was what we were supposed to be talking about. Every single time you pivot off the topic of discussion, you defer to data points that are not contextualized, which is what you have to do to understand what data means. This is literally correlation causation. I learned this in middle school. Every time you do that, you are silently conceding to us the fact that not only are you wrong, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. So well, in the, the absence is... of any available arguments on your part, and as boring as this is getting, I think it would be wonderful if we could defer to the comparatively intelligent chatters and the super chats in which they have thrown us questions. You might so be probably going to find more help there. Than you, you guys weren't prepared at all to discuss solutions to this or let's, anything like let's that. See. That's, that's because it wasn't the topic. No, that's but because you don't do, like the solution. No, that's because it wasn't the topic. <laughs> no, that's one, sec. one sec, gentlemen. Okay, so what we'll do is 
we had discussed right at the very start before we went live that we would have these roughly one or two minute closing. So what we'll do is- James, think, real quick, can you read the context of the emails we, we, we shared, me, you, Mike, and James? Um, <laughs> now context where, is important. Where we, where we sh- <laughs> it's very important because we initially asked James for black people on the other side so we can discuss these solutions and so on. Have a, a, Do you have a, a study on that? <laughs> can you, can you, uh, is that- I'm is, asking you, you sincerely, that, do you have a study on that? Yeah. I mean, I can, it's true. You, you asked for black opponents. I, yeah. I can, I can pull that up and, okay. and read it if you well, like. What happened okay, no, when Mike fine. Enoch saw that the conversation was going to be against two people that he knew he'd lose his shit over? He left. It was a waste of time. Yeah, Enoch was smart. He backed it's a, out. First of all, this is not a waste of time. Ian Bosch making a lot of money right now. Okay, so hold on. Number one, it's not a waste of time. I'm making a lot of money right now. Thank you very much. And number two, you had the opportunity. Mike said he could do it in July because you had an opportunity to leave. This is such a To be fair, to be fair, I've got a. What do you guys want me to read? I want you to read the fact that Mike said he could do it in the debate in July because he's he's first of all he's doing stuff with the business. He's doing a bunch of other shit. Like there's a lot of projects going on. These people are not even worth his time. These two losers. So it's true that Mike said, yeah, but he didn't waste business, his time then. That is his business. Things had ramped up and, and he that was why he was not going to be here. If you guys want to come back in July, I'm open to it. Um, or if it's on another channel, we'll promote it. We'll tweet it. We'll do whatever we can so people see it there. Um, but right. There you go. That was the init wait. You can't point to the first. Show me the data. Part. You can't point at the first part of your negotiation and go, "Why didn't we do right. that? Where did we end yeah, up?" You accepted the debate you after you knew the opponents. Yeah, yeah like what? How stupid! To, like, we, okay, so this is that's like offering we, like 80k for a salary a for a job, and they come back at 60, and then at the closings. end of the month they're like, yeah, "Why didn't you pay what we initially talked about?" Like, how fucking stupid are you? Let's go to super chats. Let's go to super chats. Well, closing. So that would be Striker and 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 also first because they kick it over. Would you like one or two minutes for each person? I won't need long whatever they want. Yeah, sure. I could, I could take that. Um, okay. yeah, I think it's, it's eminently clear that they, <laughs> that if we, if this conversation is supposed to be a comparison of who is best at going through JSTOR and clipping abstracts that they think reinforce their points, uh, you know, that's, that's, if that's the metric you want to use, that's absolutely fine. But I think when it comes to addressing the real solutions for the problems that, that are manifest out of racial tensions in the United States, it's clear that only one side here is prepared with uh, with honest answers and an honest assessment of of the inevitability of some of these problems. And like we said, um, the the idea that there is widespread racism and 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 um, anti-black treatment, blacks are just so maligned by the criminal justice system. That is debatable. I'm skeptical of that. There is there is evidence for in policing. There's evidence. Uh, in terms of black crime, this is just not the case. Uh, blacks being uh, undercharged for things like hate crimes. You know, we can talk about all of that. But if you believe that blacks and whites both feel aggrieved by a criminal justice system that is not working for them, and they feel aggrieved as a condition of racial diversity, then there is only one answer. And that answer is right. to have separate systems. You cannot coexist in the same system because there will always be a group that perceives that they are being slighted. Whether, whether that's uh, empirically backed up by those in ivory towers or not. So the idea that, that you can divorce these two things, uh, I, I don't think you can. I don't think you can divorce the conversation about whether or not there is a problem without being willing to talk, talk about how to solve that problem. And right. my problem with the criminal justice system is not that blacks are being mistreated. My problem is, is if anything, that black, uh, black criminality is not being policed hard enough and that whites are being mistreated by the system, mm-hmm. generally speaking, 
But Stryker and I, we are more than prepared to talk about how to solve this. And we solve this by having separate systems for separate people by according to their own separate values. That is the only answer. And if we were in a position to be able to talk to to black leaders about this, they would agree with us. But right. but white liberals, it is so funny how white liberals will insist on keeping blacks and whites trapped in the same system that they 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 assert is hurting blacks so how many but yet yet here they are about insisting okay. that they be trapped yeah. in the system together very funny yeah right. so that i'll go two minutes like, 12 so we'll give everybody two minutes and 12 seconds go ahead gotcha. so first of all if blacks and whites are the same this conversation wouldn't even been happening like there's no congressional hearing on whether white police officers are racist to east asians right so white liberals may virtue signal in support of anti-racism but in practice they're all fleeing the big cities that are facing unrest right now there's all kinds of articles in various uh, mainstream publications about urban exodus. It's mostly these white liberal types. It's just it's just a ridiculous argument to have because these people have no skin in the game. They 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 are not living in these black communities. They don't they probably don't know any black people other than Jesse Lee Peterson. Uh, <laughs> so I don't even understand what 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 why they're doing this. Like Amazing. this is just absurd. We need to we need to frankly have a very frank discussion with the black community with their leadership. Um, or just any black person, actually, you know, I, I do, I am curious to hear their perspective. Their perspective is important here because they're the ones that are complaining about this stuff. So I'd like to have a conversation with them. This is something that never happens. The ADL recently, Louis Farrakhan was going to give his capstone speech of his political and social career as an activist, as a black leader. And more people know Louis Farrakhan, more black people approve and know of Louis Farrakhan than do destiny and Vouch. I guarantee you that. And he was going to give this big address on Fox News and the Anti-Defamation League under the Zionist Jonathan Greenblatt got him censored. So the point is, real black voices aren't even heard in these discussions. All we're, here we are, the so-called evil neo-Nazis demanding that we have some black people at the table and we come to an agreement, okay? Because it's pretty obvious the multiculturalism is the problem because no one here would disagree that America has become significantly less racist as a society since the 1950s, and yet accusations of racism have only gotten worse. So clearly this system, this liberal system, neoliberal capitalist Zionist system is not working for black people. It's not working for white people. I've had conversations with prominent blacks about this, and they agree with me. Now show me what prominent blacks agree with Destiny and Vouch. The answer is zero. They don't have anyone. So uh, one last thing, Martin Luther King, what did he say? Martin Luther King said very, very, very clearly, the white moderate, he's talking about white liberals, white moderate is the problem. I agree with him. These are the people that get in the way and they, they, they disingenuously change the topic or they make it about white, self, white guilt and things like that. We don't want to talk to these people anymore. Black people don't even like you. So give me a fucking break. Next one. Uh, do you mind if I take the floor, Destiny? Um, yeah, you can go first. Go for it. Yeah, okay. So... I know that these are closing statements and they're not supposed to contain arguments, but even I am shocked by the irrelevance of, uh, especially strikers, uh, chosen end. Um, a, um, God, where do I even begin? It's funny. Um, it's, it's funny that you would, uh, make jokes about us being a liberals when your obsession with identity politics rivals that of the most inebriated wine moms. We wanted to debate black people. You're white. You're not a representative of the black community. We, we, you, you, Louis Farrakhan was loved by black people. How many black people have destiny and whatever it takes to soothe your wounds after coming here with no fucking arguments. At no point did Destiny and I make the argument that in this country, there is a system of white people hurting black people or black people hurting white people. 
only that the systems within this country are biased largely against black people. The reason we point this out is because we want to ameliorate and address these problems. The reason we point this out is because we share the dreams of so many other black leaders throughout the history of this country. And I know neither of you give a single shit what black leaders in this country have historically pushed for, but I'll address that anyway. To see this country mended along its racial lines, whereas you would see it exacerbated and the faults attributed to, um, I suppose for you two it would be the Jews, but to others it would be other groups. Everything that I do is done out of a love, both of black people and of people of other races, and what's more, your, this is you in particular also, repeated insistence that we should not have to defer to the ivory tower to make our arguments is very telling, because if what you were saying was true, that a society run by black people would not be discriminated against black people, and vice versa with white people, there would be data on it, and there would be studies on it. Because that would appeal to the liberal wine mom argument. Oh, if we just make the mayor black and the police chief black, then there won't be any racism against black people. The peop the, they would get grants for that research. But you will not find research affirming that position. You don't dislike the ivory tower because it's elitist. You dislike it because you know it will trash your arguments time and time again. So, yeah. Minutes. To that, you may have what you will. Destiny? Um, I, just before I start this, I just want to say I do submit myself to third-party arbitration. If a uh, third party wants to go through my PayPal or bank statements, I didn't pay James or Eric to be here. I know that it might seem otherwise, but I swear to God I haven't, and I will submit myself to somebody else who want to verify that. Um, like, Stryker, like you keep saying over and over again that like, oh, I'm talking to black separatist groups and they want to separate. <laughs> like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, if you're going to cite like the, the, the Nation of Islam or Hoteps or other, or even the new Black Panthers who are all like, black separatist groups as being people that want to separate from the United States. Like, congratulations. Like, it's so funny that you guys will do this in the, in the next breath cry that like, they call every single conservative a neo-Nazi. They call every single blah, 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 blah. Well, you're trying to say the nation of Islam represents black America. How hilariously fucking stupid. And then to James, like his entire thing about how like, oh, well, you can't talk about problems without talking about solutions. Of course you can. What the fuck kind of stupid ass shit is that? You have to identify problems before you can talk about any solutions. You can't talk about solutions and problems in the same breath. If you don't even agree on what the fucking problem is, which was supposed to be what this conversation was about. It was a conversation on what is the problem right now? Is there or is there not systemic racism? Instead, we totally moved off of that and we've gone to this fantastic idea of creating separate but equal ethnostates, all while hilariously using fucking Martin Luther King and even Malcolm X, who later in his life realized that segregation was fucking stupid, as though these guys would be coming out in favor of your argument today is just so hilariously fucking stupid. And I think that it's perfect. I think it encapsulates your entire argument that you thought that you could prove that by using single quotes by them, that, that you could prove that they were in favor of segregation, the same way that you try to use like a single stat or a single data point to prove some non-existent argument that you've attempted and failed horribly to make about systemic issues in the United States and the criminal justice system. That's all I got. Destiny's like the guy who, whose tire blows out of the highway and then uh, gotta, stands there looking we, at it like, well, if I remember right, Destiny and Vosh get the, the closings because we let you guys start. I can, so I can, I can, we do yeah, have to I go can, into the Q&A okay. to be fair. Right. Next, thanks for your questions. We, Jerkin asks Reddit, they said, Reddit changed its hate speech policy to allow hate speech against, quote, the majority, unquote, i.e. white people. Why is being anti-white so good for business? I don't know if this is a sincere question now that I read it. Yeah. Can you find me anywhere in the Reddit TOS where they say they're encouraging anti-white discrimination? Find that for me and I'll answer it. Yeah, well, they, this, this is what Spez said in the, in, in the thread. This is part of their updated Rule 1 guidelines, uh, is that, that um, speech against minority uh, groups, that is, those that are not in the majority. I can find the exact quote for you. It's, on the, it's in the thread. Well, yeah, hey, this well, is the new Reddit Terms of Service. Then shouldn't you be pushing for a demographic replacement? Because then whites will be a majority and they'll be protected on Reddit. 
Next. No, they won't. That, that's the fun. That's actually, actually, that's a good point. That whites, one would think, if the system, if all else were equal, that whites would be protected under civil rights law. Uh, but as we see, that is not the case. As, as we see, whites actually do not find ourselves protected uh, by, by civil rights legislation. And Wait, I'm sorry, uh, can yeah. you be fired for being white? Yes. You can be fired for not saying Black Lives Matter, actually. Yes, no. you can. Wait, that's, that's a political, political opinion. opinion. That's not a protected, it's called, that's not a, that's not a protected class. You, you, it's called, it's called affirmative action. That's why blacks are more likely to get a public sector. Oh, yeah. Remember when you, when you took those cases of the Supreme Court and you lost? Uh, is there anything else you have? To oh, wow. But yeah, that's exactly our point. Just to get to the That's exactly our point. I think we can you all agree. The point agree. was that, that that racial bias didn't exist in the same way that you... you you're giving us our point and then snarkily laughing about we it. Need I like how you're pretending that I'm giving you your points when you guys spent the entire argument... You said whites sued based on discrimination and lost in court. That's a symptom of an anti-white Yeah, and if you actually follow that court argument, they didn't make their case. When it loses, it proves we were right all along. The original super chat was challenging Destiny and Vosh, so to not getting up on them i gotta give them the last word oh yeah and i'll wait if you want an actual answer there's nothing anti-white about the policies there the reason why some websites are more keen to protect against discrimination against minorities is because that type sure. of discrimination tends to be a lot more harmful um you don't just see like these gigantic huh data to, just to, short and sweet I, I hate to be so pushy, oh yeah yeah but... sure um i because it's because you're because your question is dumb and it's not true there sorry wool wolves d thanks for your question said what do Bosch and destiny think about malcolm x collaborating with anp founder george lincoln rockwell to establish a mutually interested black separation plan he moved back on that later in his life i disagree with that i don't i don't i don't slavishly devote myself to the the scripture of any figure. Uh, I think that like many great men, Malcolm X had many good opinions and many bad, and I disagree with that one. Next. Well, there's, but the problem is there's more blacks praising Nazis than there are blacks praising white liberals. How do you explain that historically? Blacks approve of what the fuck you guys are doing. What? Show me a quote. Why, why do you said I use anecdotes of great black leaders. Show me a quote of a black leader that says, I love white liberals. I think- Why do black people overwhelmingly vote for white liberals? I don't fucking know. Yeah, look at race Why and white vote? people vote for conservatives who are just as anti-white as the Democrats. Wait, 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 wait. You do realize like that argument fell apart real quick. The buddy. vast majority of black, really people black people voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016, right? Yes. Like this is completely untenable argument. And they also vote for Biden over the far more progressive Bernie Sanders. How, how do you explain that, Bosch? Wait, what does that have to do with Nazis? Ah, there we go. Wait, okay, what does that have to do with Nazis? Is this where we draw out that you are pivoting? Are you okay? Are you having a heat stroke? Have to give Bosch and Destiny the last word just because it was directed to them. Sorry. Next, J.A. Kess, this is for both sides. So we get uh, both sides, and maybe what we'll do is start with Bosch and Destiny, and then we'll kick it over to Stryker and also. So they asked, what do both sides of the debate feel about Blacks having their own state with their own police? And do both sides agree that, uh, this confuses me, agree that access to black people both in proximity and, sexu and sexually is not a human right? What? Wait, what? Can you, I'm, or go ahead. That Can you do that again though? When you Sure. The, the first part I, so, you know, what do both sides of the debate feel about blacks having their own state with their own police? And then I don't know how separate this other question is. They said, do both sides agree that access to black people, both in proximity and sexually, is not a human right. Um, oh, I think they mean like if the if blacks and whites were separated into like I, 
I don't geologically think, distant places. I don't think you have a human. I don't think people born in Minnesota have their human rights violated because there are no fucking black people around. I think I believe in like individual rights. I think that anybody should be able to move to or do whatever they want. But I think as soon as you start discriminating against other people based on their race, we have a problem. If you want to go ahead and move to, if you're black and you want to move to some fucking African country because you want to live amongst black people, that's fine. Same with white people and wherever they want to move to. But if you start trying to keep other people from coming in based on their skin color, I think that's an issue. And that was part one of a two-part podcast. If you're interested in finishing it, then uh, you should wait for the next episode.